Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Thoughts Count Anywhere, coming to you live from PowerPlay Sports Collectibles in the heart of the Boulevard Mall, in the heart of Las Vegas, the entertainment city of the world. You name it, we've got it all here. I am Aaron. That is Matt. That is Johnny on the end. Scott is not here. Scott is, again, back at Parts Unknown, a very busy city that nobody knows where it is. Everybody's from Parts Unknown. That place must be overpopulated or something because everybody's from there. But we welcome you to tonight's show. And boy, have we got a heck of a show tonight. We have a guest tonight that uh, everybody knows, quite frankly, I think everybody loves. Made a splash in the WWE a few years ago. Became the number one, the first cruiserweight title holder in WWE. It's a thing he'll never, ever give up. Never have that taken away from him. He is the one, the only TJ Perkins is here in the house. Gentlemen, are you excited? Hell yeah. Oh, I was worried. There was a little delay there in the response. Oh, well, no, I was just bask- <laughs> I was just basking in the in the cruiser greatness of it all. There you go. He is here. <laughs> we actually have an audience here in the shop. Everybody, why don't you give a hoot and a holler so people can hear you? All two of them are here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Back on our bell is our professional bell keeper chief is here. He is in the house. You know, make- th- thank you for being here, Chief, because we had to fire Jason. And Thomas didn't. She he didn't. He's already job. cut off. So See, thank you very much, nobody Johnny. Nobody shuts me up it. like Chief does. <laughs> <laughs> thank we have you, got Chief. A- thank you, Chief. Chief. Thank you. Exactly. Make sure you use the metal side on that thing because I want that thing loud when we got to cut him off. There you go. Ah. All right. Now we got it fixed. Well, anyway, we got a lot of good news happening. Listen, this is a great time of year. Why? Because the calendar year is kind of wrapping up for at least the WWE. We have TLC coming up this weekend. Finally, some matches were announced. We'll get to that in a little bit. However, gentlemen, what do you say we get started with? I hear voices. All right, gentlemen, who wants to get started with the first thing on our plate there? I hear WWE's like been releasing people, and there's more people on the rumor mill they might actually get rid of. And rumor has it Matt Hardy might be getting released soon. Is that really a surprise to anybody? I don't think so. I mean, he no. came back a couple of weeks ago, and he's been losing for the last couple of weeks. I mean, especially with Jeff's situation, you can't really put the tag team back together, right? Yeah, you can't really put the tag team back together until he gets like fully back to health, which... With Jeff's situation, don't know when exactly that might happen. But if he does get released, he is a local favorite in Vegas. He was the former FSW champion, so hopefully he comes back to Vegas. But which version of him do you want in Vegas? Do you want Broken Matt? Do you want Slap a Tornado Matt? One broken man. <laughs> See, I feel, I feel like I feel slap like slap a tornado. Is that what they call it now? Yeah, remember his old. He remembers old song. I can slap a yeah. tornado. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. <laughs> no, um, you know, I, I'd like to. I, I kind of feel like they've just bungled the whole Matt Hardy like, you know, run since he's come back. Uh, you know, it was good to have him as tag champs. It's good to have the old Hardy boys. But then they finally pulled the trigger on on Woken Matt Hardy, and I just feel like they abandoned it way too quickly. It was it was over. But then they're like, oh, well, you know, we're going to split you up from Bray Wyatt. And now we have nothing for you. And I'm like, he was like one of the hottest acts in the company. And they just drop him. It wasn't their creation. So, yeah, we know how Vince really loves when stars come to the WWE and they bring their their uh, personalities from their other promotions. And so, like, you're mm-hmm. right, Matt. I totally agree. Uh, still, though, I mean, like. You know, it's, it's, it's Rusev Day all over again. There you go. <laughs> hey, by the way, I want to remind everybody to make sure you download the Go Live Vegas app. We are currently being simulcasted across golive.vegas, which is the website. Go on to your iPhone. Go on to your Android. Download and search for Go Live Vegas. Those three words, and you'll be able to download the app and take us anywhere. And this show replays Sundays 
at 6 p.m. on golive.vegas. And of course, as soon as we're done, this podcast that you see right now on Facebook will be available for distribution immediately following the show. And of course, Matt, tell everybody where they can find the rest of our podcasts. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and everywhere else you get your podcasts. We YouTube. Are on. We're on YouTube. Did you and say we're YouTube? Also, you can catch the video on YouTube also. Absolutely. It's a shorter list of where we're not than it is a longer list of where we are. That makes sense, right? Okay, so we have more releases potentially. There's one other name that came about today, which you guys did not mention on that. Again, big loss or not, I have no idea. Mike Kanellis. Okay, don't hold back your excitement okay, on that they, one, fellas. Well, we all know my feeling on the whole cucking storyline from a few months ago. Right. Which they seem to just kind of migrated over to Rusev and Lashley. Um, but here's the thing. Like, didn't they just resign for another five years, both of them? That That is correct on record. A little story came out, however, and no details were provided, however, that uh, they may have not been exactly truthful during these negotiations about something. Oh, are you saying because they signed for the payday and then Maria got pregnant? Uh, as <laughs> I, I, Well, I'll tell you what, as per Bully Ray, that's what he reported on uh, Busted Open earlier today, that there's an issue, not an issue, but there was something in their negotiations or something that they were not 100% truthful about during that in order to get the five-year contract. So maybe it is the fact that Maria was pregnant and nobody knew or whatever however that came about i just find it funny that only mike has asked for his release maria has not yeah that's a good point never thought somebody's got to get paid in that family right well i mean come on <laughs> moxley still has free health care that's right <laughs> that is there you go that is very true thank you i wonder what vince mcmahon thought about that uh that lights out match at uh at full gear we see like oh god how much are we paying for this <laughs> That's right. He's here in United Healthcare calling him every second, every time he takes a piece of glass in his head or something. Okay, next topic. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to wake you up there, Chief. You've been out I of actually, habit. Actually, riding on that, I did hear rumors that uh, NXT is actually going to be doing some roster cuts in January. Okay. So, uh, All right, who knows? Who, who, do you th- who, do you, who do you think might be on the chopping block for that? Oh, who's not being used? Boa. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what? That tells me if they're going to do that, is do you think that'll lead to uh, folks from uh, Raw and SmackDown being moved back to NXT then? Well, we've already seen it with Finn a Balor couple, and Brizongo, right? so it's yep. uh, you know it's definitely and there are actually a few people on main roster who I feel would, would be better fits back in NXT. Cesaro's name keeps coming up for that, but now we have Sheamus coming back. Yeah, but I think they want to put Sheamus on a single run. They've they've, they've been building him as the Celtic Warrior again. He's got his old hair back. I think they're getting back to a return to form of like original Sheamus, like OG Sheamus. I think he's right. going back to like the main event like level. Yeah. I can see him being champion within like the first couple months he's back. I, I can see that too, but uh, at, at, well, you think he's going to actually the Fiend? the Fiend's champion? So no, maybe Intercontinental. Hmm? All right, next topic. Uh, I hear voices. Jericho is pushing AEW to sign Luke Harper. Thoughts? I think it would make sense. I think we all believe that WWE has misused Harper now for over a year. I think he had a lot of. I mean, the run not only as part of the Wyatt family, but of course singles on his own when he won the belt for a while. And he's just a powerhouse. And I think the WWE is losing a great talent. He, I, I do too. He's a good hand. It's just that, you know, Vince never got over the fact that he can't do a Southern accent. So he's like, <laughs> he, he got punishment booked for, for years. And, you know, I just, I really hope, uh, you know, I mean, I don't think AEW might be the best fit for him per se. I mean, I, I that's the age we live in now. It's like whenever somebody gets released, they're like, oh, they're going to AEW now. Uh, actually, somebody mentioned to me over the weekend that they think a better fit for Harper would be uh, NWA on power. Ooh. You know, NWA doesn't come up a whole lot. 
uh, as much, although it is starting to surface again. What, what's mm. their new show that's on TV? Was it Power? It's House? Power with three R's. Power with three Power. R's. Did they did they stutter when they wrote that? Or did, I don't know. Did Captain Buggy write that for them? <laughs> I don't know. I think I think maybe Cornette did. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. Um, but yeah. Um, Okay, just want to remind everybody, coming up here in a few minutes, our featured guest is none other than former WWE Cruiserweight champ T.J. Perkins, or T.J.P., as most may know him, who, of course, now is on Impact. And we'll get to talking with him here in a few minutes, sharing his thoughts and insights of not only his career and his direction, but really just in the wrestling profession in general. Uh, so we'll, we'll get him on here in a few minutes. All right, a couple of news items you want to cover, and then we'll, we'll bring T.J. on, and we'll yeah. leave a couple of news items maybe to discuss with him. Well, um... Also, uh, you know, it wasn't just Harper that was released by WWE. They also released Sin Cara and The Ascension. Mm -hmm. Again, no great losses, in my opinion, with The Ascension. See, you say that, but did you see them on NXT? They were a great tag team on NXT. I I get you, but I'm just talking about from the level of, of, again, main roster. Well, see, that's that's another. See, that is a team I'd like to see go to AEW, especially because their emphasis on tag team wrestling. Mm -hmm. And I would like to see Connor and Victor, whatever they repackage them as in, you know, in the future, I would like to see those guys as a tandem going forth because they had great chemistry as a team, and they were a great. They're the longest reigning NXT tag champs in in history. I actually agree with you on that one. You know, oh my god! I would <laughs> oh like. I god. would really like to see them mixing it up with the Bucks. Or, Anybody or the feeling the ground shaking since they agreed on something? <laughs> I know, right? All right I, I think that's like one of the first signs of the apocalypse. Exactly. That's like, kind of crazy. They were like the third seal has been broken. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next topic: Batista and NWO were announced to enter the. WWE Hall of Fame WrestleMania weekend. <laughs> Thoughts, gentlemen? I have mixed opinions. Okay. So do I. I think like it's cool the NWO's going in. I but agree. Why isn't like the giant and Eric Bischoff like part of this? Why Eric is it X Pac, Kevin Nash, Hogan, and do you realize Scott Hall? Not only Hogan, but now X Pac is a two-time Hall of Famer. He's back-to-back Hall of Famer. Yeah. <laughs> Who's ever done that? Like Sean Waltman has more Hall of Fame rings. Than Roddy Piper. <laughs> the that one, is insane. The one, two, three kid making his name by beating Razor Ramon that night early on in Raw history. See, that's, that's the thing. Like, everybody in the NWO that they nominated is already in the hall well, individually. They, well, you got the four horsemen. You got, you know, you got Rick that was already in there. Now he's in there twice. You're going to see factions. Yeah, but, De- but, but, but. Degeneration X will be the next one. But the no, Shield eventually. The X was last year. That's what I said. They're already in. Uh, the Shield will be coming in down the line. All of these factions. People were trying to compare the NWO I saw online to at the Nation of Domination. I don't think there's any comparison between those two. Oh, no, uh, no. The only one in the Nation of Domination, maybe. Uh, of course, The Rock was part of it for a while. Ron Simmons. But as a whole, there's. I don't think. Listen, I mean, NWO, what they did with them down in WCW, I believe changed the face of wrestling and the Monday Night Raws to a level that I don't think we'll ever see again. True, they revolutionized the whole sport. Mm -hmm. All right, next. One last topic, and I'm going to skip the next one because I want to maybe get TJ's thoughts on this. But WWE, for the first time that I can remember, if ever, will not be airing Tribute to the Troops this year at all. Is it just going to be a network show? Well, no, it's been a network show for the past couple of years, and they've also aired it on, uh, like, sim- they simulcasted it on uh, on USA. Okay. So I don't know if they're not airing it on the network or if they're not airing it at all, because from what I heard, like, a lot of the matches, they were exhibition matches. It was a glorified house show. Well, but, sure. But but some of the matches don't necessarily tie in the current storylines. Right, and so, usually they don't anyway. So basically they had, you know, Seth Rollins just recently turning heel. They have him wrestling as a babyface. You know, in a boot camp match. Gotcha. So, 
you know, I think they might not air it at all to prefer to preserve the storyline. Okay. Makes sense. I but agree at, with that. But at the same time, I think they're going to take a PR hit because Tribute to the Troops is like one of their big, you know, big things every Absolutely. year. And like I said, I, I'm a veteran and I was at the 2005 Tribute to the Troops in Tikrit, uh, Iraq. So, you know, and it was, a, it's, it was, it's still something I talk about, even like, you know, 15 years later. Right on. Right on. All right. Without further ado, are we ready, gentlemen? Yeah, let's bring him on. Oh, we're right. ready. We're ready? Okay, Matt, you're going to have to slide over so we can get his chair in here. We get his microphone powered up. I, I wish we had his theme music. because I know. I was just <laughs> thinking the same thing. His interest theme. I wish we even had a cruiserweight belt in here. Scott, get a cruiserweight belt in this shop, will you, please, for crying out loud? At this time, please welcome behind the microphone former WWE cruiserweight champ and current Impact Wrestling Sensation, Mr. T.J. Perkins. Come on up. Watch the wires. Don't trip. It's let's like getting into the ring back former here. Former X-Division champion. Former well. X-Division champion. He's got, he's got a lot of belts, too. Let me power up your mic here. Let's get some power there. There you go, sir. Your mic is hot. How are you? I'm, I'm doing very well. Thank you for coming in, man. We appreciate it. <laughs> Likewise. Thank you guys for having me. All right, guys. Is this, this going to be on the line? Because it's one of my favorite looking This ones. one? <laughs> we, listen, if, I'll tell you what. The current championship belt. Let's let's see uh, uh, Johnny Rocky in one corner. Yeah. TJ Perkins in another corner. I don't care about division rules. That's the one I want. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, whoever can wrestle it out of Scott's hand when he returns, good luck with that. So, anyway, Thank you for coming. I, I wrestle dirty. Oh. <laughs> Lobo. I still put my paycheck on TJP no matter what. Lobo, I agree with that. Low blows I mean, and eye rakes. I mean, geez. You have this, to catch them first. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I like that idea, which, which means you'll retain without a problem, my friend. Not a problem. All right. Well, thank you for coming in. We appreciate it. Listen, we're getting ready for holiday season. Do you have any plans for the holiday? Uh, I uh, Well, this year, for the first time in, God, three years, I can – create my own schedule so I, I can make sure i'm off on the days i want to be off right and, on. and uh, i've, I've uh, not been able to really see my uh my i usually have a tradition with my filipino family in la and um well they have like an all-night christmas eve party and i've missed it the last few years sure i've been either traveling or or about to or coming back from traveling i just couldn't arrange it so it's yeah. kind of nice to be able to mm -hmm. just be with family again you, nice. you must feel emancipated <laughs> not constipated folks <laughs> emancipated well it's it's two things. It's nice to be my own boss, and right. uh, and under these circumstances, creative will always have something for me. So good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's, that's a good too. That's true. Uh, uh, Justin Chuck, one of our followers, he is just excited having seeing you here. TJP with exclamation points, and then TJP <laughs> on TCA. I like the way that sounds. I like that too. Yeah. I like that too. Let's I like trademark that. that. All right, guys. <laughs> so much. Who, who's that's got a, that's, that's a okay. A okay. Yeah, a okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gentlemen, who's got who wants to fire off the next question? Get this thing rock and rolling. You know, mine's actually going back to the the whole creative not having anything for you. Um, you know. Uh, I loved your run in WWE. Um, you know, up until the end, you, you could visibly tell you were frustrated. <laughs> and I was wondering if you had any opinions. Bored, on the yeah. uh, well, I was wondering if you had any opinions <laughs> on the fact that a lot of your your 205 Live contemporaries are now moving on to the upper mid card. You know, people like Cedric and uh, and Mustafa Ali. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. They're they're actually getting like spotlight roles on on the big shows now. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm excited because like um, there 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 were times initially where. Like, for example, um, like Cedric, uh, mm -hmm. he, he was one of the first guys to have some opportunities to wrestle with, like, Bobby Roode in NXT. Yeah. And he did a couple, um, like, uh, like live events with him and stuff. And it always got really great 
uh, reaction, reception, and everything, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't. They never really took that as an indicator that we can contribute differently or be less segregated. And then, you know, they did this, the special uh, attraction main event with me and Nakamura the one time yeah. on NXT. Turned out really well. And and same thing. Uh, like, they, they just didn't really understand, I think, what they had. And so I was really excited initially. I feel the bad that they don't get enough credit for this. But Lucha House Party was really the first of the guys to kind of break through and get this role that's really carved out for them. And they've become this, like, Swiss Army knife of, like, of uh, of an act for for raw now smackdown i guess um and uh and then you know like the bollywood boys for example mm. the Singh brothers you know <laughs> and uh and even like leo rush and drake maverick finding like like uh semi-active or like non-wrestling roles to to be on the show like there were a lot that broke through initially that i was i was super proud of and happy for and now that i see like guys um like the ones you mentioned and and uh like with gulak i always saw drew really, i i love drew gulak. He'd, he'd be an incredible uh addition to to any part of the card on any of the shows uh and he's got he's deceivingly big too so like uh, i, I like he I, i'm actually from philadelphia and i i met gulak years ago when he was like starting like actually when he was like still training yeah like you know like, yeah yeah I, and I he wasn't nearly he was an ant he wasn't nearly as big as he is now but i i saw him at smackdown uh you know, uh, last year, yeah, yeah, and he he bulked up. He's he's a big dude. Yeah, now. he's 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 a naturally big guy, you know. And uh, and then I I, I feel like Arya Davari is another one. Um, you know, I'm excited to see all the different roles that they could find for these guys because it's that's these are fresh characters for them. Mm-hmm. Matt, you got something? Um, uh, yeah. I, I didn't mean to wake you up, Matt. It's okay. <laughs> I know you're awestruck. It's okay. <laughs> How was it at Impact? Uh, it's amazing. I um, they've always had the magic touch as far as like uh, having a great locker room. Like the camaraderie there has always been probably the best I've ever seen, you know, in my twenty twenty one years. Um, and this it's it's no different now. And uh, now it's gotten even better. I mean, I think that from a talent perspective, this might be the most talented roster they've had top to bottom. Um, but the room is also like there's no tears to it. You know, it used to be everybody got along, but you know there were still like you know, your stings and, and, you know, angles and, and like Jeff Hardy's that like, they, they were, they were different, you know, yeah. we got along with them. We loved them. It was great. But like, you know, they, we weren't all in the same room, you know, and stuff like that. Now it's like everybody's together. And, um, and what I really like is that all the divisions are strong, you know, like, uh, somebody that opens a show one day will close it the next yeah. and, and vice versa. And the, the women's division is strong. Tessa is, is, maybe the number one superstar in the company you know mm-hmm. and the tag division is strong and that's something you don't see in every company is a lot of times tag teams just go like by the wayside but you know with the north and and obviously like lax moved on but like you know swan and mac and me and fala coming up and and the, and um the daisy hit squad like there's a lot of of strong teams and obviously the x division is always exciting and, and the heavyweight title picture as well so yeah definitely uh, let me ask you this question about impact straight and direct there's obviously been a lot of talk about stability as a company mm-hmm. for impact in five years will there still in two years what do you think the future of impact really is as a company and still being a viable alternative for pro wrestling well i think the thing is that like you know companies and, and there's not too many that, that last this long. I mean, you look at the history of this company, it's like they, they've outlived a lot, you mm-hmm. know? It, I think at this point, it's kind of like WWE and, and New Japan, and then it's like 
you know, TNA Impact because like a lot of places didn't have the lifespan. Like WCW was shorter than people think. Right. You know, ECW, mm -hmm. same thing. Um, Ring of Honor is about the same age uh, as Impact. And when when you last that long, you have to go through these transition periods. And I think the difference is is that with Impact, the recent transition period, it took a few years to kind of get away from one identity and start a new one. And I think this is the first time I've seen them as far as like transitionally speaking. So there's times in the past where I thought, man, this is this is like kind of a, a golden age for them. Like like during Spike TV when it was, it was really popular and Christian was there and stuff mm -hmm. like that. There were times when it was really hot and it was exciting to be there. And there were times when it would swing up and down, they would have these transitions. And now this is the, I think the best potential they've ever had as far as being able to find a new direction with a clean slate, strong roster and no ties to what had previously held them back, you know, in various ways. Some, some of it's business, some of it's creative, some of it's, you know, across the board. But now everything is pointing in the right direction. So I think that they have all the pieces in place. So, so, you, so let me just make sure I understood, Kurt. You're, you think that as of right now, Impact is behind WWE and New Japan? Because uh, I, I noticed you didn't say anything about AEW. Oh, no, well, he, the, the comparison is more like the lifespan of okay, the company. Of the like company, having, gotcha, yeah, existence. Okay, gotcha, like gotcha. It's, it, the age of it is that it's so old sure. compared to the other sure. ones. Um, I do think, though, that with, like, the right distribution plan and, like, with the right amount of eyes on it, like, because of its longevity and I think it's more of a household name than people think it is among wrestling fans, mm -hmm. that it's not that far removed from, uh, like, the AEW, WWE conversation. I just think that, you know, like, for the last few years, they've had to nail down a certain direction as far as distribution. I think with that comes a giant leapfrog in progress. And I think like with access TV and everything, like it's headed in the right direction. Okay, fair enough. Mm -hmm. Guys? Well, you were talking about like Tessa being the number one person in the company. What's like the guys in the locker room, like reaction of like her actually getting like in the heavyweight title picture? Uh, is it like supportive or is it Oh yeah, I mean, it's just, just like any other, uh, any other superstar. Like it's, um, what I like about the room there is that like, a lot of the perception is kind of like detailless, like it's 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 colorless in a way. Like they, nobody's category. Like we don't look at people and and our peers. Like it's not categorized in a certain way. Like you belong in this division, or you know you're this or you're that. Like yeah. they look at her the same as we would look at Sammy or Cage or something like that. They see the presence that that she brings, and and just we we only judge each other off of. Um, you know our performances and and i mean she's she's killing it so in some ways you're really only as good as your last performance in some ways yeah i mean absolutely right? there's a reason why that's like a like yeah. a like a like a light uh time timeless uh, yeah exactly yeah. i was mean, like in sales you're only as good as your last sale you don't sell anything in the next <laughs> yeah. two weeks you're nothing so okay well that, that's fair i mean there's still a lot i mean the the, the cross-gender matches and the cross-gender promotions um I think have to build a little bit longer before they come viable, just in terms of acceptance. Mm -hmm. I, I think we're seeing a, uh, some more promotions taking those cr um, mixed gender matches uh, more seriously. Mm -hmm. um, and I think though, I, I just don't know how serious they're gonna take it. We actually had a debate here a number of shows ago mm -hmm. about how strong a promotion could be when traditionally the heavyweight champion has been labeled as a men's title and is it too gimmicky potentially to have a female, not saying not worth it, carry the heavyweight championship belt? Well, I think that it comes down to context, you know, like um, it would it would be one thing to have a challenger that seems like out of place. And then, of course, if um, 
if they're coming from another another division or if it's a question of gender or something like that's just naturally going to come up as a hurdle for that conversation if the context already doesn't fit but i think in her case it's so logical like she's killing it every night she mm -hmm. i think even if she wasn't in the world title picture she'd still be you know maybe the top superstar in the company like she's performing at that level whether she's with other the other women superstars or with the men so i think with that comes the proper context like well as a performer like this performer and you take away the name and, and the resume you just say this performer is performing at the level of anybody else in this company yeah. why not them so i think with that 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 kind of quells any kind of questions you know um but you know i mean it's a tricky thing to navigate i think that um all right, stop throwing stuff at our <laughs> guests for crying out loud. I think out of if, if you ask me, it's kind of like we don't when we watch a Marvel movie. I, I don't question that Black Widow's you know throwing some lucha libre at, at dudes, you know, two hundred. First of all, years, first so. of all, Black Widow, I wouldn't argue anything about at all. Anyway, I mean, you guys you seen your trailer? No, I have not. Oh, it looks awesome, <laughs> dude. David Harbour is Red Guardian. Looks like he's going to steal the show. Listen, I just want Scarlett Johansson in the outfit in front of me. I don't care if she does anything. I, mean, <laughs> I was about to say Scarlett Johansson at us. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't need her doing anything. Just stand right there is all I need <laughs> you to do. But no, no, I, I get that. You, I, you guys I, ogle Scarlett. I'll go drink beers with Hellboy, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not say a whole lot, ladies and gentlemen. Do you guys have any questions for TJ? You all here? Anybody have anything they want to ask, say, comment? Who let you in? That's what I want to know. You've been fired. <laughs> You've been fired from Bells. I don't know. I got I got Okay. T, uh, our b chief, our bell ringer. The, quest, the question that's being asked of TJ is, what's the difference between wrestling stateside and wrestling, wrestling let's say, in Japan for New Japan? Well, I, it, it used to be a huge difference. Um, I started in New Japan, you know, for those that haven't followed me like that long, and for younger wrestling fans, it might be before you were alive. <laughs> hey, I can say I, the same I, thing about the matches I've seen before you were alive, uh, so be careful when you say that. <laughs> hey, brother. Sheesh. Brother, that's that's all I watch too. So, great. But I New Japan was the the company that really kind of first gave me my shot when I was four or five years in. Uh, that was back in the early 2000s, like in 2002. And at that time, it was still kind of the Wild West. So you know, you had your. It was really the older generation. So it was still like Inoki's company, and uh, that was still like the the Liger generation. I mean, like his prime. You know, and like Kenemoto and uh, and guys like that, like they were they're still in that generation of like the Mudos, the Otani's, that 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 style of stuff. So stylistically, it was kind of the Wild West, very old fashioned. It used to be very very different. Crowds were really quiet, and um, you couldn't manipulate the crowd the same way you would an American crowd. And that's really the name of the game. And what we're doing is is being able to your chess match is really with mm -hmm. the, with your audience. Mm -hmm. And uh, now though, I don't know if it's just Westernization or like the the culture of indie wrestling kind of taking over because it's a fun culture, you know, like at least the United States uh, version of it. And um, now it's become a lot more like universal as far as style around the world. Like even in Mexico, you see a lot of. Um, a lot of stuff that's just common for here in in the UK like catch wrestling is not popular anymore it's not that's not the thing like some guys a handful of guys are kind of trying to bring it back but they're bringing it back as like a commercial it's like Walmart catch wrestling it's not it's not the same thing as as John Cortez and 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 you know the guys from that era mm -hmm. um, 
but uh but in japan's the same thing i go over there and like there's dueling chants in english that i would hear <laughs> i would normally feel like i'd hear when i'm here like at manhattan center or something like that um so it, it's kind of fun because they, they still retain the nuances of, of the japanese crowd but they they incorporate stuff that's familiar for for gaijin as, as we say one one of our uh, listeners who's actually listening through the GoLive.Vegas app again download it through your iPhone or your your Android uh, is from Cal is from uh, Calgary, oh, Alberta, wow. Calgary wants all to know right. if you wrestle at all in Canada. Um, let's see. Well, over the summer I had a, a, I had a few Canadian dates, a couple times up in Ontario. No, but how was the matches? I don't care if you oh. had dates up there. Yeah. How did you wrestle <laughs> up there? <laughs> see what I did there? Guys? <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. Um, Let's see. Uh, I had a couple shows in uh, in Ontario, like the Toronto area, and then uh, and then one in, in Vancouver. Nothing in Calgary, but Calgary is kind of an older school scene. It's a little bit smaller. Well, it's hard country up there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I joke with the guy. I have a lot of friends in Calgary. So I, I like a lot of the Hart family, like the kids and the cousins and nephews and that. Like I'm friends with a lot of them for for a long time. And I joke with them that Calgary is like the Texas of Canada. So. <laughs> <laughs> that is no um, joke. I am. Yeah. <laughs> my, 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 my best friend is Mary Dolan from Calgary, and she's like, it's, it's cows. It's nothing but, <laughs> it's like, it's basically letter candy come to life. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Um, but, uh, but, you know, I, I, I have wrestled there before, um, and I would love to go back again. I just don't, like, I'm not totally familiar with a lot of the scene in certain places. I haven't really been an indie wrestler for almost like 10 years right. you know i spent right. a few years in ring of honor then right to uh tna for a few years and then right to wwe for a few years and it's, it's been a, like it's been a while since i was having a full independent schedule and, and the landscape is completely different sure. than it used to be sure before before we move on we are at the bottom of the hour let me do a hard reset you are watching thoughts count anywhere coming to you live from PowerPlay Sports Collectibles right in the Boulevard Mall here in the heart of Las Vegas. I am Aaron Phillips. That is Johnny Rock on the far end. That is Matt Mullen in the middle. And our special guest is former WWE Cruiserweight champ, X-Division champ. TJ Perkins is with us now, part of the Impact uh, uh, community. Before we go on, let me just uh, share this with everybody as long as I have everybody. This Sunday, December 15th, join Big Valley Wrestling for their Christmas show, which is being hosted by the 2018 Manager of the Year, Primo Polpo. It's a cracking Christmas special full of gifts, body slams, carols, drop kicks, and lots of Christmas spirit from the wrestlers on the roster. Of course, the doors open at 1.30 at the Sahara Event Center. Show starts at 2 p.m. Tickets from VIP front row all the way to general mission are still available. Kids 12 and under get in free. With a paying adult, Johnny Rock and I have right now, we are scheduled to be on commentary unless I'm thrown in the ring to ring announce. Uh, but we are scheduled to be on commentary. So far, there are four matches announced. Santana Jackson takes on Ricky Tenacious in a secret Santa match. No DQ with special guest referee Tommy Purr. PBW heavyweight champ Big Dirty versus BBW Las Vegas champ Kevin Duckett's in a champion versus champion match. Frank the Tank being escorted with Bobby Beamer and Fresco will take on Fresco Matic with Primo Pulpo and the BBW tag team championship match Sky High versus the Sour Boys and more. That's this Sunday, December 15th, Sahara Event Center. It is a cracking Christmas special for Big Valley Wrestling. And I said all that in one breath. Anyway, who did you emulate growing up watching wrestling? Who did you pattern yourself after your style? Uh, well, uh, it, it's funny you mention that because when I first started, like, it takes a, a while for, for guys to kind of find themselves. I mean, it's really a lifelong process. Young wrestlers would ask me all the time, like, like how that kind of goes. And, and I would tell them, this is what I would do when I was starting. I'd say, I'd say well, who do you like? And just, just, just be them, follow them, do what they do. And, and 
you know, they go from kind of doing an impression of guys they like in training a little bit in, in their f initial matches. And pretty soon it becomes, you know, who you are because it changes into what you're eventually going to be. And you don't really look like those people anymore. But, you know, I mean, guys I follow, I have them all on my arm here. I have, you know, Tiger Mask. Oh, yeah. And Eddie, Sean. You know, those are like my the guys I really followed a lot. Right um, I wish I had a camera to get a close-up <laughs> on that. You know, just a separate camera. It's uh, pretty cool. You know, I, I uh, Regal for his movements a lot. Like, he had a really good way of, of staying grounded, like, um, you know, keeping his weight down. And I, when I was young, I mean, I still am a small guy. <laughs> but uh, when I was younger, I was, I was floated a little bit too much. And I, I used to kind of watch him and follow him a little bit because him and, and like, Finley had this way of keeping themselves, like, kind of anchored into the mat. And that kind of helped me, like, to, to re like be bigger than I really was. Um and uh, and the Rock, like he's he's uh, I don't talk about him as much as the other guys, but he's he's like as much as these guys. One mm -hmm. of the he's one of the guys on the short list of, of people that I kind of have always kind of followed and and been so interested in. Um, same way as like like uh, Kobe Bryant as as a like a, a hero for me. Uh, like our timelines are so similar. Like he 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 did something like jumping to pros as a teenager, like. Uh, like a year or two before I had to do it in wrestling. So I, uh, being an L.A. guy, would follow him sure. and like kind of watch his progressions, his downfalls, his failures, his successes, and how he deal with all that. And I could relate to a lot of it. And same thing like with The Rock. Like he got started in 96, and it's kind of like watching him have to rise so far so fast. Like I always kind of, you know, I guess tried to relate to that because I kind of got thrown into the fire in, in some of the big leagues right away too. That uh, individual who asked the question about wrestling in Canada, I don't know if you can read this on my phone, but he too and his family are oh, good friends yeah. with Diana. You might know this guy. Yeah, I, I, I might, yeah. Aaron, Aaron Ellicus? Perhaps. I, I'm bad with names, but I, I mean, <laughs> Here, I'll, pull up, I'll pull up his face for you. I, th I think I do. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and he's GoLive.Vegas. He's, he's the owner of the network. Especially with uh, with Diana and the family, like a lot of the a lot of the the family up there. I'm I part of the same world. circles. What yeah, a small world. Matt, fire away, <laughs> sir. Are you looking forward to your rematch with Douglas James Friday at Natural Born Killers too? Uh, very much, um, especially like the style of, of uh, match that it'll be too. Just because um, that's always kind of been my bread and butter, I guess, is uh, is that kind of like grappling heavy style and, and, yeah. and sportiness. Um, I've not always wanted it to be. I, I'm a, I actually really <laughs> like you know the sports entertainment aspect of wrestling, but I mean, I guess I was blessed with the opposite set of skills first. That like people look at me as like, you know, you're a wrestler's wrestler, and I'm like, yeah, but I. I could be a goof off too. Like, give, me, <laughs> give me a chance. Just, just give them the finger guns and the but, holsters. You yeah, know? <laughs> most most people they really want to be the wrestler's wrestler, and I'm trying to shed that one. I'm like, I, I could do that, but I could also just be funny. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I I really like DJ, and and uh, I'm looking forward to getting in the ring with him again. Um, yeah, we had a really good one out here not not too long ago. So yeah, yeah everyone was really <laughs> mad. I went to a time limit yeah, draw. Matt, Matt and I um, were in, Matt and I were so sitting were, next to each other in the crowd, and we were like, "What the hell?" So so were we. <laughs> it's kind of a cool concept with Natural Born Killers, though. It's either was it submission, referee stoppage, or knockout. So it's yeah, kind yeah. of a interesting concept of what you guys could possibly pull off during this match. Yeah, it's it's very you know it, it's like. Pride fighting championships, I guess. Yeah, it's like <laughs> pride meets pro wrestling, yeah. kind of. Yeah, I'll, I'll head stomp them. To <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. 
What's the, what's the worst injury you've ever suffered in the ring? Oh, man. Um, I don't know if it's the worst. I mean, anything with the head is usually the worst. I, I've had I've had a lot of concussions and things like that. And so Does that worry you, though? I mean, do you think that eventually the, they're going to mount up? With the science that has kind of come out, and the more we know mm-hmm. now, um, yeah, it's terrifying. You know, because you, you, um, it's easily you know reference now you could see the effects it has on people the generations of now starting to get older you cut we finally have a generation that has now reached an age where it's like this is what it'll be like when you're older or could be like mm-hmm. you know so um so that's always scary but um are you seeing any effects from the concussions you've had that you're aware of no no it's just one of those things where you worry that like am i am i reading slower like you, gotcha. you, you know you kind of get always your in own, the back of your mind yeah you get in your head about it but it's i've not seen any kind of effects or anything like that if anything sometimes I, th- I feel like i'm sharper than i was when i was younger but but you know you just you worry about it um one of the more weirder ones i don't know if it's the worst one um if i made a chart it would look like the back of that first mick foley book where it had all this <laughs> stuff like everything top to bottom i've done like i've i've uh yeah, I've broken toes. I've broken both uh, ankles, uh, sprained them several times as well. I've done all the ligaments in my knees, uh, except for the ACLs. Um, I've torn knock my... Knock on wood. <laughs> I've yeah, torn, right, exactly. Even I've though torn, this is plastic, we'll knock on wood. table's not wood. I've, uh, <laughs> I've Best to- wood's right here. <laughs> <laughs> I've torn, partially torn my quad. I've, I've partially torn my bicep. Um, I've uh, cracked and broken my ribs before. I've... I've uh, done something in my lower back i don't know how that was diagnosed obviously concussions and things i've sprained my neck a couple times uh one of them i did on raw uh i had some these weird head scissors i gave brian kendrick we both tumbled out of the ring and i landed on my head on the apron that was kind of scary mm-hmm. um my, my collarbone i've done a few times i have bone chips in both my elbows um, I think we should just call you Steve <laughs> Austin, the six million dollar man. Being <laughs> rebuilt, every injury. I'm hearing cha-ching. The doctors are like cha-ching. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I've done my fingers, and that that was really one of the things that, that. And this this was a story I told recently. I told it on the on this Reddit AMA I did I did recently, and it was uh, I dislocated this finger, my middle finger, and it went backwards at the at the joint right Ooh, here yeah. like this. And I was I was. Um, I was dropping a knee on somebody and the boards, this is when I was homeless in Florida, it was not a great ring, and uh, the boards were kind of shaking like this, and I came down and the boards were bouncing up and it it popped my finger the opposite way. Uh, and uh, uh, it looked uh, like, <laughs> my fin- it looked like uh, that scene in Wolfman when his fingers started uh, going, going uh, every direction. Okay, and next question. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking that scene in, uh, in Major Pain, let, let me give you a little something, take your mind off the right angles his finger. So, you know, I just, it, 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 it wasn't so much painful as it was like i had the same reaction. like i felt like throwing up because it's yeah. kind of disgusting so i rolled out and i slowly grabbed all my fingers with my other hand and and closed my eyes and held my breath and just slowly made a fist until it popped back into place mm-hmm. and then that, that was it um but yeah i've done a lot anybody else getting green right about now <laughs> okay partially, not the only one partially detached my retina sliced my face open a lot of times i've, I've done a lot of maybe things. i should have asked the question the other way what parts of your body have you not injured <laughs> I, None, I would, question none. over. <laughs> question, exactly. <laughs> question in the chat room. Who, if anyone, would you want as a manager to have your back? Oh, good question. Um, the chief. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if we're talking about, like, enforcers, uh, I don't know. That, that's, a, that's a good question. Uh, I, I've been buddies with this guy in, in, that, that I knew in Ring of Honor. He used to be uh, Mike Bennett's um, or Mike Canales' enforcer uh, slash coach. 
uh, Brutal Bob, and I always thought he had one of the best names in wrestling, and uh, and he's a big dude, so I always thought he'd be a fun enforcer to have. He's very old schoolish, but um, uh, just in general as like a manager of LA, I don't know. I always thought it'd be cool to have like a Sean Sherry type dynamic. Um, Summer Rae and I pitched that a, a few times in WWE, but Vince never went for it. So who who's Summer Rae? I mean, ever since she, you know, we haven't heard anything really from her the last couple of years. What's she up to? I see her at appearances and things every now and then. I know that like towards the tail end, she wasn't getting back in the ring because it was hard for her to get cleared medically. She had like gotcha. a neck thing or right, something like that. Right, right. So I don't know if that's still okay. something that bothers her, but um, but that I see her a good combo. You and Summer Rae. That was one of the few cruiserweights that she wasn't taller than, so we're, we're <laughs> hoping that that would be okay. She towers over all of them. Like, me and Gulak were the tallest cruiserweights, so we <laughs> we, I was like, it'll work for me. Gentlemen, fire away. Matt, I got Johnny, one. somebody? I got one. Um, it's actually on our sheet here. Uh, all right. Who haven't you faced that you'd like to actually face one day? You know, this one gets asked a lot, and, it, yeah. and a weird one for me is it's, and it's just because of the amount of time we've spent in the same places is AJ. Really? Yeah, we've wow. like ev everywhere I've been, he was there. I would have thought like during your initial TNA run because that AJ was still there. Yeah, um, I mean like yeah, early days of Ring of Honor, middle days mm -hmm. of Ring of Honor, early TNA, and later TNA before he uh, got out, went to New Japan, and and then even like in WWE at times like there's just never been a time where there was just any kind of match opposite each other, the tag, anything, and it's just just never came up. Um, That's crazy. That'd be an amazing match. So we've circled that way for a while. It was low key. We had never we had never touched either for a while, and, and finally in TNA we got we had a series of matches like in 2014, I think it was, and it was like finally after like 15 years we <laughs> started having matches. But but AJ is really the one that I could think of that he's really the only one that as far as like a long term thing that yeah. like I haven't been in with. I have another question that came through the chat room. Thank everybody for sending in questions and your thoughts. Uh, Aaron again, the guy from Calgary, mm -hmm. would like to know if you would have rather, would you have liked to have performed in the 80s style slash attitude era of wrestling or today's wrestling? I always thought that the mid to late 90s in WWF was like the best tempo for wrestling. Uh, I talked to this a lot too about like older uh, with like older um, careful wrestlers careful like, <laughs> well I say old but I belong to that gen I was a 90s guy so uh, right there you, you know. go so um, but this, this from a 35 year old this, <laughs> this guy <laughs> um, but I always I always felt like that was that was great pacing and tempo sure. like the storytelling was really good didn't feel like stuff didn't feel all over the map sometimes matches like from the mid 2000s on like they just felt odd to me to watch um that's a fair assessment, guys. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, that's actually one of my biggest criticisms these days is that matches just seem kind of going through the motions. Right. Going th like, hit your spots, hit your big spots, you know. Thanks do for what, coming. Do, do what you do to pop the crowd <laughs> right, exactly. and go home. Exactly. You know, it's like. Yeah, I just, I always felt like that was, that was a good rhythm physically and emotionally, like the, the, the way that guys kind of, kind of got through at that time was, was good. Um. I grew up obviously on like the 80s, early and mid 80s and stuff like that. So, you know, I like that. I, I felt like 90s was a better progress. I mean, I don't I don't like to put things as good or bad or, or, or but for me, I liked it. It was a better progression sort of into the 90s than, than it was as far as tempo. But I, like I couldn't go wrong either way for me. So I, I would have loved to. I still try to work at that pace, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> um, but yeah. Next question. All right. I have like a non-wrestling <laughs> question. 
Yeah. And to know you're like a gamer, what games are you into like right now? Heck when yeah. you have time. Uh, let's see. Because you're always busy doing something. Well, I just uh, I just started Fallen Order. Oh, um, so good. Yeah. And so I, good. I love that kid that played Jerome. So, you know, him being the main character. Oh, Cameron like, Monaghan? Yeah. So like, I love him in Shameless. Yeah. So like, I, 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 I dug it right away just because of that. Um, so I'm looking forward to getting into that because other than like Resident Evil 2, I hadn't really played a lot of single player stuff lately, so I'm 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 enjoying that. You see, they just announced Resident Evil Three remake. Yes, you a excited lot about that. Su- not as much as two, but I am excited because two was always my favorite. Yeah, that that was and that's like on my short list of my favorite game of all time. Like mm-hmm. there, there's that if I had to pick five, that's on it. Um, but I, I like I like that three is getting remade. I just started playing uh, Link's Awakening as well, and um, so there's a few single player things that are on, but I mm-hmm. perpetually on. Overwatch and and um, and Fortnite only because there's a lot of crossover play. So when I'm on like a like yeah. a party with a lot of people, depending on what system they're on or their PC or something like that, we can always still play it. Um, yeah. Dead by Daylight, I play a lot, but mostly because I'm just a big horror guy. So yeah. oh, nice. anybody yeah. still play Atari? Uh, <laughs> Pong. Hey TJ, who's your main in Overwatch? Uh, Diva. Oh, okay. D- Diva and May, and that's not just because I'm Asian. No. <laughs> but no typecasting allowed. But I, 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 uh, I, I Diva's probably, probably my main. But I, I kind of, I try, I like to pick based on maps. So like the roll lock screws yeah. me up. Okay. You know, I, I hate the roll lock, but um, I get why it's there. But I just, I don't know, like, cause a, a lot of times I, I want to see where we're going, and mm-hmm. then I, then I, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go healer. I'm gonna go this, cause I, yeah. I'm good at this guy, and the angles are great on this map for me. So I, I think my big three that I usually choose from are either uh, Ash, Anna, or Hanzo. Those are good. Yeah. Uh, I, I read this thing not long ago that. The, the two top damage uh, outputs for at the pro level were Zarya and then Hanzo. And I, I yeah. was kind of shocked that, that Hanzo would be one of them because I feel like even though guys are just, they got incredible dexterity, mm-hmm. obviously, as pros, but like it just felt like, man, it, it, it's got to be hard to play with other really great guys with Hanzo because he's kind of squishy and, and there's... You got to be really accurate. With you got it. You got it. It's all about the timing of how long you hold the bow down for. It's it's it, it, there's a nuance to it, but it's a lot of fun. True. If you if you master Hanzo, it's good stuff. Matt, you have another question on there about video games. You honestly do. <laughs> what, what, uh, well, okay, I misread that. I mean, if we were a video game co- podcast, I'm pretty sure I could pick his brain all. Are, are you all, in all any? Hour. Are you are you in the, are you in any of the previous WWE games at all? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he was in a couple of them. Uh, I'm asking because yeah. I don't have those games. I'm kind of th- sad he's not in the current one because I like his music. <laughs> a, lo- a lot of. See, I wonder why he's not in the current one. I, <laughs> I don't know. I, Anybody want to guess I, on I, that? I get I get a lot of fan mail saying they're really disappointed that I wasn't in in 20. I was in 18 and 19. Technically, I've been in all of them since like 15 because I did like all the motion capture. For yeah. Him, oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. So I'm I'm still in 20 technically. Um, Just not recognizable. Yeah, his his yeah. moves are in there. You can actually fan create them, but it doesn't have. The uh, it doesn't have the, the music, and I love that that eight sixteen bit intro yeah, the, used to come the, into the Wiley's Castle esque. Yeah, and, and, I'm, and I'm a huge Mega Man fan. Like Mega Man's like one of my biggest <laughs> series. I've got Mega yeah, Man all over my house. Mega Man too. That's how I pick. That's how I ask CFO to design the music, is because that's mm-hmm. that's like one of my favorite games. You know, I think that soundtrack is the best. I want to uh, while we have TJ before I go into a general question that that we have left on the list. Um, I'm sure you heard the news, and we kind of touched on it before. Earlier today, it was announced that uh, Bobby Roode and Primo were suspended for 30 days because of uh, the wellness violation. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your take on that? Any 
support? I mean, what's your thoughts on the wellness program and what that is doing for or to hurt WWE performers or, or the show itself? Well, I'm having been around like a couple decades and, and with some older school guys, like it, I don't know. It, this is going to be an honest take and it, 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 it kind of sucks, but it's also not this way anymore. So, mm -hmm. so it's, it's, I think, okay. Like it used to just not be that uncommon to see guys that were just not in control of themselves and you just you just knew it was going to end bad you know like and it was it was scary but that was common and you don't see that anymore so mm -hmm. i and in one, on one hand you kind of think well we're we have we're it's entertainment so you don't have to regulate it in you know the way that they do because it's it's sometimes it seems kind of silly but when you see the results over you know a decade or so and how different guys are and how mm -hmm. much greener the world is getting mm -hmm. and especially uh with wrestling man like that's it's the side effect and the residual effects of it is is i think great okay uh, that being said i mean i don't i don't know like obviously like what they don't usually disclose no of course they just so, say there's yeah. a violate did you how well did you know did you how well did you know bobby and and uh um, primo i know them both pretty good yeah. um you know I, I used to love seeing seeing the cologne brothers and and um i, f I feel like we're kind of cut from similar cloth as far as being like lifers in wrestling and the type of experiences we've had and the right. people we've known and how we were brought up is sure. that you know that's like an old school upbringing for them and, and for me obviously I, I, that's how i was brought up uh and bobby i've just known a long known a long time you know he's 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 really a model like for like being a great professional wrestler like he's really great at his job he looks the part and 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 you know i mean <laughs> i yeah. guess it's kind of funny the context of why we're talking about him but that aside i feel like he's a model professional like you look at him and it's like that's that's what you should aspire what you to be. be yeah right on uh did you know jessica carr down in nxt the female referee yeah yeah a little bit what's your thoughts on her coming up to the main roster i mean i think that's great like uh you see a lot the huge influx of female referees in the NBA, for example, now. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it used to be kind of like, you would double take when you see a referee with a ponytail. Now <laughs> yeah. it's like, I see full referee, um, like, teams in one game and it, it doesn't it doesn't seem out of place i think that's really the goal right you know nfl like, also has female yeah. side judges um yeah. and i think in her case like she's and, and this is the same thing as like uh bringing it back to like like the, the tessa conversation like she's just she's good at her job right so i think when when that's the case that's that's really all that needs to be asked it shouldn't really it shouldn't be about statistical representation or mm -hmm. anything like mm -hmm. that like obviously you want that stuff to come up but that'll come up naturally just sure. just reward people who are good at their job and mm -hmm. that way we're we're checking off all the boxes the right way and 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 everybody's going to going to get an opportunity cuz everybody's going to work hard and you don't mm -hmm. feel any crutches and so i'm 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 happy for for her to be able to get called up as I would anybody, you know, Eddie Orango or any of the referees, Danilo, like all these different guys, like when, when they get a chance to do something cool, I, I love it. So, yeah. Gentlemen, do you have any further questions? <laughs> it's always here. Like every time I've like talked to a wrestler, it's not in WWE currently. All you ever hear is when are you going to go back? Do you want to go back? So it was like your end goal eventually to get back to WWE to try to, End your career there, or um, what's your plan? No, I don't really have any aspiration to ever go back, to be honest. But I never really had aspiration to go there in the first place. They kind of had to get talked into it. Oh, like, wow. Regal had to talk me into it. When, when we did the Cruiserweight Classic, um, 
you know, they they sat us all down in the theater, all 32 guys, and 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 offered us our contracts in the same in the same room. They just called us up to the front one by one, you know. And uh, that was after round two. The, after the night I wrestled Johnny, I remember because I had a big gash on my eye from his from his corner move that he <laughs> destroyed me on. <laughs> um, and I remember they 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 offered it to me, and I'd talked to Zach about it. Zach obviously didn't want to stay, and he didn't stay. Um, but, uh, and, and I told him, look, I, I, uh, yeah, I've been in ring of honor and TNA for a few years. I've been under contract in these places. And before that Lucha Libre, I had a few seasons there and it's, and I told him, I said, I, I really would like to go back to Japan and Mexico. Like I kind of miss it. Yeah. I miss the freedom. I haven't had it in a while. I've only been free for a few months and, and you, you, you guys want me to stay. And, and this really wasn't my plan. I, I wanted to maybe do a couple seasons of Lucha Underground. They had made me an offer. It was on the table. I went and wrestled Penta on, on a non-televised thing to kind of feel it out. And, oh, wow. and, um, and uh, when I won the title, I wasn't under contract. I didn't sign until like a couple days before Clash later that week. And it was really Regal that kind of pulled me aside and said, look, like, you know, you, you're, you're, not a, you're not a little kid anymore and you've been moving around a lot. It's, it's, I think it's about time that you kind of settle down and invest in, in one spot for a little bit and kind of change my perspective, you know. Like, yeah. I, I, I'd been homeless and, you know, I got family and pigs to take care of so it's like <laughs> so you know i i looked at it as a good opportunity and but you know i did a few years there and made a little bit of history and that's 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 cool for me i, I never really had a i never i never wanted a wrestlemania moment a lot of oh. kids grew up with that yeah. and i i grew up wanting a super jacob moment and i finally got that this year yeah, so you got um, that um, <laughs> you know so like a lot of the stuff that guys are you know guys are they're enthralled by the logo and that that was never really my logo growing yeah. up you know so um would i go back i don't know it depends on the details and the context and stuff a lot a lot of being that that was the first place i've ever been in 20 years that i i've ever been that i was wrestling made me unhappy and i don't mean that as a negative like like total one end of the spectrum like bad 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 they're bad or something like that that's not what i mean like they're they're a fine company just for me I've never been in a place where I couldn't just say, like, no matter what was wrong in my life or stress or homeless or whatever, I could always be like, I'll, I'll be free for eight minutes. Right. Go yeah. to the ring, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever, and I, I, I'm just going to rock and roll and that's it. That was the first place I've ever been in, in 21 years that I, I, I didn't have that there. And so, like, I, the context of my being there would have to really change in order for me to want to kind of go back, but... So basically, you're saying like when a job feels like a job, it's not fun anymore. You know, a little bit, you know. I yeah. mean, I for the first twenty or I guess eighteen years of my career, I I felt like I didn't have a job because I yeah. was not working. You know, I was just having fun, and mm. now it felt like it was a job, and it's it's time to get out when that happens. Yeah. You know? Do you share your story of how you've come from homeless to the level of stardom that you've received anywhere? Um, you mean like in regards to like speaking, like well, speaking, something? or is it is it? Do you, have you ever been interviewed uh, to go in depth about how you got in that position, how you dug out that sort of thing? Um, yeah, here and there, like I've I've done some things that were pretty in depth. Some some of it was more on the surface, and and every manner in between. I've been approached about doing um, like speaking engagements, speaking tours, and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Just as part now that I'm free and I could kind of do influencer work. And that's a lot of the reason why I wanted to leave too, is because right. I wanted to be able to be active in the community, especially the Filipino community. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
and it just I, they I was not allowed the freedom to do certain things. Well, um, I know for a fact the Clark County School District always looks for folks like you to come to their schools, elementary and on up, of course, to share your story of inspiration to the students that everybody can succeed no matter where you start. Well, I mean, that's that's really been the message, especially like after being homeless. Like, I, I don't know about anybody else or anybody who's watching or listening or you guys. Um, for me, I, I, I grew up Catholic and, and I'm I'm you know have you know pretty strong faith and and i felt like that happened for a reason because i i did 10 years then i was homeless and then my career went another 10 years and then i hit wwe and it's like for it to be so perfectly a midway point like that and to have been given so much so fast early on everything i ever wanted the the things i wanted in the beginning new japan cmll super jacob and i got not the jacob but i got that stuff almost immediately i was 18 years old got all of that but I didn't really care about a career and I didn't really use my platform for anything other than just having fun and just messing around. Yeah. And I feel like that's why God was like, you know what? You don't deserve this. But I tried to not be a wrestler when I was homeless. I used to beg him every night. I don't want to do this anymore. But the, I don't have any job experience. And the only thing I could do literally to not starve to death was to do these horrible indie shows in like billiard halls and in Tampa and stuff on like Tuesday, Wednesday nights in bars full of like maybe eight people and they had their backs to the ring because they're watching Sports Center. <clears throat> and I remember thinking it, other than getting $10 tonight so I can just buy some food and collect some quarters in the parking lot, like why can you just let me get a regular job? So I would try to pump gas or something and nobody would give me a job. And I remember thinking, why do you keep me in wrestling? Mm. I mean, you clearly don't want me to do this. <laughs> but when he gave it back to me, it kind of, it, I don't know, it was, just, it was a realization, like, I should be doing, I should be using my platform for something different. So, you know, uh, that's exactly what has been on my mind ever since, is to be better and more connected to the community and, and find ways to inspire people. Because uh, if, if you want to pursue the school district, because you're, you're based here now, right? Yes. Okay, so when you want to do something with the school district, you and I need to hook up. My wife is an assistant principal at one of the elementary schools, and that would be a starting point for you because they always they just had a Colorado Rocky, and uh, his her his sister is the bull rider who's paralyzed waist down, not bull rider, but horse rider who's uh -huh. paralyzed. Uh, last name, uh, I wish Scott was listening because we were just talking about it this week. But his sister is a professional rider who's paralyzed waist down. Oh, wow. And she, they go around and she tells her story. And they were just at my wife's school this past week. So that's why that's what makes I, me think. So I, I would love to do that. Whenever you're ready, yeah. you, you let me know. So, um, <laughs> but my but the guy from Calgary says, first of all, your ne the next movie should be your story uh, directed by The Rock. If not, he can direct Fighting With My Family Part 2 for you. So, I, I have <laughs> he's he's got to learn my name first. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll do the voiceovers. We can, we can be actors. Who would you like? In all seriousness, if there was a movie, who would you like to see play you? Man, I don't really know who's <laughs> like a young contemporary actor right now that would be maybe the kid that played flash in the oh grant DC. gustin no no no, no, no. The ezra, ezra miller oh, ezra, oh okay yeah, in the movies know, gotcha maybe, maybe, maybe yeah that would be an interesting pick i don't think he necessarily like looks like me but i just think that like, well cgi is a great tool he's, so. he's got i don't know he's got he's got like a, <laughs> Photoshop. Dar a darker complexion he's kind of he's just kind of a, a he's got a cool look to him i don't know last question i, I have once. he's Oop. a strange cat actually, <laughs> He fits it perfect. Cause I so much. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I was thinking to be bulked up. Osric Chow would be a good. 
Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah. yeah the guy from, we should uh, just get the Kevin on Supernatural. We should just get the guy that played Rufio. He lo- probably oh, looks right. He probably <laughs> looks the same, just hey, like I do. If, if all else fails with photoshopping, computer generate, I'll be happy to do it. Rufio. <laughs> anyway. Wow, that was really exciting, wasn't it? Last question I have to close out my portion of the interviews as we start wrapping up. Give, and this is a question that's asked a lot of wrestlers, your Mount Rushmore wrestling. Oh. oh that's the loaded question. So, it, the, so I'd, I'd have to kind of divide it by context. Like, generally speaking, I feel like Mount Rushmore should be created based on, like, influence, things like that. So I'd have a different answer whether it's like what I think should be and what I for my personal one. What I think should be, it would be um, Hogan, Rock, Inoki, and Santo. That's what I think should be the Rushmore wrestling. No, nobody's had a bigger influence on wrestling in those cultures around the world in history more than those four guys. Um, me personally, if I had to choose my own... I'd probably, I'd, I'd definitely go these three guys. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, maybe Mil Mascaris for the last one. Oh, Mil Mascaris. Yeah. Man, that's a, that's a great yeah, one. Yeah, I might go Mil. I like, I like Mil. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> listen, what he did, at least from when I started watching wrestling in the mid-70s on up, I mean, he was probably as popular, not only in the, the Mexican wrestling scene as Homeland, but he was to that level of what Bruno San Martino was, I think, mm-hmm to the culture the italian community in the new york area you, you know those two guys and i hate sorry jericho they were lexicons hmm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> took a second for everybody to get it even here so uh, it, they they no johnny knew it johnny i'm shaking it. my head because it was terrible, terrible oh come on <laughs> it was terrible. Anyway, but they they together were in that same genre yeah but i think in the in the in the american lands it was all bruno in the territories yeah yeah, yeah. but meal once he started coming into and became part of the wwe i think was really maybe the first crossover yeah he had it right he, he had a lot of crossover and like in in japan too for example right. like uh mm-hmm. my, my favorite stuff he's done is is uh his matches with destroyer you know mm-hmm. and and i don't know it's like people they don't realize if you'd have to kind of really watch mill but like he, he was a an amazing technical wrestler and that's what I oh, love absolutely. the most about him is he's such a great grappler. And, and that's really kind of how I fell in love with his work was watching his matches with Destroyer. So what happened between him and Alberto Del Rio? I, I don't, I, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All right, we're, we're up against him. Alberto's a, a good wrestler. Yeah, he is. Did you watch that MMA fight between no, him and Tito? No, what is he doing in the that wrestling? That was some CM Punk level stuff. I'm, oh, Did Del Rio he get doesn't like... need to be near a cage. <laughs> great, great question. Would you want to wrestle CM Punk if he would ever step back in the ring? Oh, yeah, I'd love to. Who we, wouldn't, right? I mean, I guess in a way. Well, we, I also want to see TJP We wrestled back in the day. and oh, we, yeah. we've Ricochet? Been fr- uh, and we've been friends a long time, Punk and I. And we, we had a, a, a shared coach from when we were younger. Okay. A Chicago guy named Kevin Quinn. He's the best coach I've ever had. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. um, so Punk and I go way back. Whenever I pass through Chicago or if I get a chance, I always try to catch up with him. Right but, on. You know, he's obviously busier now than he used to be. Gentlemen, we, we are in overtime. And uh, I think at this, listen, there's a lot more we can peel back. And I know since you're based in Vegas and you, you perform here as well, I know we'll have you back uh, as well. Uh, and, and keep peeling the onion back and keep chatting with you. I wish we had more time. I mean, technically we do. We're on the internet, but Scott's store <laughs> closes, uh, you know, soon. But uh, final thoughts before we say goodbye to TJ. Johnny? Um, I just wanted to say what a pleasure it was having you on the show here. Um, you're actually our first official guest since we started this thing. Uh, Sucker. I'm sorry, but thank you for coming. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's well, got to be the thank first. Thank you guys very much for having me. It's my <laughs> pleasure. Yeah. yeah. Matt? 
Yeah, thank you. We greatly appreciate you coming on. I've always been like a big fan of yours and hope to see what you do in the future and can't wait for Friday to watch you go. I was going to say, plug thing. Friday. Plug uh, Friday. Yeah, uh, well, me and uh, Douglas James get to go round two. Um, and Friday, and it's going to be at, at the FSW uh, spot, yeah? Yeah, the Down FSW the arena yeah, uh, so. off of Harrison. Harrison, uh, yeah. By the airport. Right on. Yeah, so and if, if, uh, if, 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 especially if you're a Vegas wrestling fan, please come out. Um, uh, it's it's a great show, and it's a, it's uh, it's going to be a different style of wrestling. So you know, if if you're into more of the sporty and more of the ground based grappling type stuff, you like it. If you want to catch the replay of this show, make sure you tune in to Go Live Vegas on your computer or download the app Go Live Vegas. The three three words. This show will be replayed Sunday, 6 p.m. Pacific time. So if you missed anything. Uh, please, by all means, listen to the replay. You can always email us any further questions through the TCA Facebook page. And uh, there's a blue message us now button. And uh, you can send us questions, which we'll get to TJ and hopefully get answered. Thank you for coming. It was an absolute pleasure spending time with you tonight. Thank you very much we for We thank you. Me. Guys, everybody here, thank you for coming in. Bellman, <laughs> ring us out of here. Guys, great stuff tonight. Scott, Scott, your loss. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Hopefully he's catching Parts Unknown. Uh, there you go. I don't know if the, does the Wi-Fi work in Parts Unknown. I, I heard no he's idea. having a beer with Congo Crush right now. Oh my god! Oh jeez! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Anyway, uh, who knows what who will be on next week? This was a great surprise to range. We appreciate it. But make sure you tune into our Facebook page. Thoughts count anywhere. Like it. Uh, we'll post the links. Go out onto YouTube. Definitely check out our YouTube channel. Subscribe there so you don't miss anything. From Thoughts Count Anywhere. For everybody here at the table, for all of our folks here in the store, we appreciate you tuning in tonight from all of us here. Have a great week from Thoughts Count Anywhere. See ya.